0: Sexy. That's L I Q U O R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L I Q U O R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode 63, and I am your host, Cat Wonders. So, it is. 75,000 degrees up here in my studio. My hair is falling every second because of the amount of sweat that's pouring off of my body. Um, If I had a dehumidifier in this room, I'd have 16 full glasses of water. But here I am (laughs) in the heat of the summer and it's freaking hot. It's 35 degrees Celsius outside. And what am I doing inside besides sweating to death? Working. Filming my podcast. What I love to do most and um, at least I have a little... A little view of the outside Um, and I am certainly going to be going in my pool after this. Dewy skin It's just gonna be how it is today. (laughs) I'll just show you this. So I ordered uh, some new sugar thrills uh, that came two days ago. The day that I received my order I ordered a whole bunch more. (laughs) So I am in trouble but hey that's just how life goes and I do wear all of my sugar thrills at least once. And it's funny because sometimes I don't remember what I've worn, what I haven't worn. Um, and I discovered that if I leave the tag on things that I haven't worn yet, then I can distinguish what things I've worn and which I haven't. So they've, even though they've only been worn for 30 seconds, they're still um, pretty much brand new to me and to you, if you wanna buy some stuff. Okay, this is a purse. And it's one of the cutest purses I've ever seen. I own some pretty funky purses. I've shown you guys a few. I own a telephone purse, a little dollhouse purse, a birdcage purse, and now a little pot of flowers. This is not, however, Sugar Rolls. This is from Dolls Kill, but it's by the brand Delia's. And uh, I guess I can take this out now. But it's just an adorable little bucket purse and to be honest it's not super theater-ish or like what's the word i'm looking for it's not completely ridiculous with this little outfit that i'm wearing i'm wearing sugar thrills (laughs) sugar thrills top and a sugar thrills skirt um just to throw this on and sorry that was probably really loud for you (laughs) and just you know do, do, do. I'm just going to the grocery store. <laughs> um, I love it. And I was really happy when I received it and the flowers are standing straight up. Sometimes this stuff like shipping, I've had some sugar thrills like clothing items, interesting stuff come that's crunched up and doesn't look like this when it arrives. So <laughs> look at it. It's just so adorable. I This stuff, I, I have so much of, I don't know. What's the right way to say this? I'm still a little girl on the inside, (sighs) okay? I love dolly dress up, Barbies, all that stuff. And it's coming out in my adult life, even though I never really realized it until I started accumulating some really kind of playful dolly type clothing items that I discovered, I rediscovered part of myself that existed a long, long time ago. Um, but it's just so fun and I think it's nice to have, I don't know if I want to call it a hobby because I'm just a keep it's, it's a collection, but a legitimate collection and it's all one thing, it's sugar thrills. Uh, I do acquire some other like, you know, other brands too if it's, if it falls in kind of the same category, but um, anyway, rambling on at the beginning of the video, let's get into concoctails where I concoct a cocktail. I said a little cocks there. cock a doodle <laughs> um, Okay, so I do not have a recipe for this. I'm winging it. Um, I've got my handy-dandy glass ready with my two cocktail swizzle sticks, cocktail stirrers, whatever, cacti. I used to say cactuses until I was tied into by a bunch of people that live in Arizona. <laughs> um, <laughs> cactuses is not the proper word. I think there might be a word where like cactuses could be used in a sentence because i think it's a word but it's cacti multiple cacti like lots of cactus is cacti um okay so we have some cranberry juice i poured it in this cup because i don't want to carry the whole thing up the stairs okay (laughs) i haven't been to the gym in a while (laughs) um some watermelon vodka. This is like candy. I'm just going to warn you, if you buy the absolute watermelon vodka, this is pure delight in a alcoholic beverage. So be careful. Then this morning I bought this Living Coral Sparkling Rose. So Living Coral, restoring hope for coral reefs. Every bottle sold, the Living Coral Foundation will make a contribution to an organization dedicated to saving our coral reefs. To an organization like they haven't chosen yet. They're like, we'll just pick one when we've made enough money. (laughs) I don't know. How do you guys feel about um, charities in general? Like I'm talking big organizations. I don't freaking trust them. (laughs) Like as a kid, we used to wear those UNICEF boxes to collect money for starving children in Africa. I believe that's what it was for. And so we would wear them around our neck and go trick or treating at Halloween, and then there'd be people there that were give, handing out candy and also putting money in your UNICEF box. I think I had a family member. Was it wasn't my mom? It might have been one of my aunts or my uncles that are like, "This is bullshit! Like, only one percent of the proceeds wind up getting to the children. The rest fund the entire the entire fund, <laughs> or the entire charity." And it's funny because after years of kind of hearing about this, and you know, as a kid, you just are like, "Oh, whatever." Uh, it's probably very true and i don't know for sure because i've not done my full research i don't even know how to do that kind of research but it's like the homeless issue homelessness in whether either the states or canada because we have a massive homelessness issue here in canada as well if you're from the states there is a whole industry built around homelessness so for example i don't think the government really wants to solve the problem of homelessness because homelessness has created hundreds of thousands of jobs just within Canada I mean I'm just spewing off numbers here tens of thousands hundreds of 1000s thousand I'm sure it's hundreds of thousands of jobs it's actually like stimulating the economy in some ways it's sick but you know there are shelters being run by people there are people that have all sorts of different roles to play when it comes to helping out the homeless so and they're they're government wages you know and so the money that's being put into wages and, and supporting people that work in this industry um, could easily resolve a lot of the issues around homelessness. But because people are employed, essentially, by homelessness uh, and the government, and I, uh, it's just sort of sick. So when it comes to big charities and things and even uh, movements, you know, the ones, I, um, are really just lining pockets, okay? (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. I'm not a political podcast. But sometimes you just see shit and you're like, it irks me. So, talking about this, um, every bottle will, it doesn't say how much. It could be a cent from every bottle to a charity. Who knows? I mean, when I was a kid, I started a charity too. So, it could be (laughs) a little Susie Down the Streets charity. So... I'm gonna crack this puppy. It's been a while since I've had a sparkling rosé. Typically, I don't like sweeter rosés. I like drier rosés, so this is kind of looking like a bit of a sweet rosé, but I'm adding cranberry juice, so. Woo, it did not, oh, it was close. It did not fizz over. So what I wanna do is first add an ounce of watermelon vodka or, or two. Um, and then add some cranberry juice, do a little stir just to mix up that watermelon vodka and that cranberry juice. Let me just have a little taste. Oh, I forgot a straw. That's what I forgot. Damn it. Delicious on its own. I kind of want to see what this tastes like on its own. It's my bottle. Okay. I'm going to get lipstick on the rim, but hey. Let me try that one more time. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Good thing I'm mixing it into this. It's very, I guess, acidic. It's kind of sourish. What are the notes? It doesn't say. It's from Bordolino, Italy. Well, it's perfect for this, I think. So I've added my sparkling rosé. And uh, let's have a taste. Hell yeah. Okay, this is excellent. So, cranberry juice, watermelon vodka, and sparkling rose. It's very summery. Um, There's no citrus, which is nice. Well, I guess no, that's right. I have had to take a break from eating raw oysters because my teeth. like they're about to crumble like in a cartoon. I guess I do have wear. So I do have wear on my teeth. I've talked about this before Um, and acidity just sometimes will get to me and especially with with the way that I love to eat oysters which is with the mignonette, lots of fresh squeezed lemon, um, ginger, whatever. But just the acidity and I eat like 40 of them at a time so it's a lot of acidity. I almost need um, a special toothpaste or something to use beforehand. Something that's going to coat my teeth or something in between every five to ten oysters to kind of break up the acidity in my mouth because um it's becoming an issue (laughs) um anyway so let's name this cocktail cranberry gin what do I mean (laughs) cranberry watermelon vodka and sparkling rosé um let me have a taste let me see where this takes me This is like, and I've never been to the east coast of Canada, far east. I wanna to go to Newfoundland. I just had like, I'm gonna call this, cause I pretty much just did a Newfie shot, which is like a double shot. <laughs> One shot of this. Glug, glug, glug. I'm gonna call this an east coast. An east coast. I got nothing. Nothing's coming to me. East coast. Sunshine. (laughs) East Coast sunshine. Am I gonna write that down? Yeah. Am am I gonna change it later when I have a better idea? Yeah. East Coast sunshine. Doesn't make any sense, but who cares? (laughs) Neither does this cocktail, but it actually does because it tastes amazing. Okay, so this past week, my beautiful cousin got married and it was the best, one of the best weddings I've ever been to. If not, the best wedding it was just so lovely she looked amazing the bridal party looked incredible the color scheme what i mean her dress was white obviously but like kind of just a bit of a creamy white um the bridesmaids were in this not emerald green kind of like a sage green color the groomsmen were in tan suits and it just everybody looked amazing the ceremony was not super long or drawn out it was perfect weather it was in a garden outside so there was a bit of a risk of storms but they just kind of kept at bay (laughs) they were they looked like they were rolling in but they never came it was perfect and then um the meal was incredible the dancing the dinner um speeches all that were so so good so um bravo to that whole situation because sometimes weddings can be a little bit unpredictable how they're gonna go um but it was a very very good time and uh I can't wait for somebody else in my family to get married. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so that was super fun. Spent some time in the city, got some shopping done. I will admit to you that I have a little bit of a Louis Vuitton obsession. Now, I collect Sugar Thrills. This is an affordable brand. This is something that I really enjoy. But the last three times that I've been in a major shopping mall with a Louis Vuitton in it, I've made a purchase. That's all I'm gonna say. They're not huge purchases, but I bought... <laughs> so I have a couple Louis Vuitton scents, like perfumes that I wear. One is called Spell On You, and the other is called um, Coeur Baton, which I don't know what that means. I think it means like heart, uh, Coeur, Coeur is heart. Baton, it, is it like beating heart or heart beating? I don't know. All I know is that it smells delicious. The first one, Spell on You, um, I wore around the mall and I was like, okay, that's what you want to do. It's like test driving a car. You want to make sure that you wear your perfume for a little bit of time before you buy it. With Coeur Baton, I did not try it on. I just smelled it and bought it. Um and uh anyway, I also have a couple jewelry pieces and a few purses, but my collection is small, but um, I'm kind of intrigued by the fact that these things are, they hold their value and can be, be extremely valuable at some point in the future, you know, if you look after them. So I have all the boxes and bags and all that stuff, just keeping it for my new studio. Cause I've got a wall planned for obviously for all my sugar thrills, but to have kind of a shoe and purse wall, but I've got a lot of fun ideas. So that uh, one day, <laughs> you'll see what I'm talking about. And that's pretty much it. nothing really else besides lots of work. I filmed a video for a company called Lumi Sonata, which do um, light up bikinis and lingerie. It's actually... Um, fiber optics they use in their swimsuits it's so cool it's really really cool it's not as visible in the daytime when you're most likely going to be wearing a swimsuit but you know for those hot tubs those winter hot tub parties when your vacation goes into the night and you want to go do some skinny dipping just you know wear the light up swimsuit and then rip it off uh super cool so that video is coming up on my channel so if you're watching this then make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that video that's coming up one of these days (laughs) so I've talked about this before but I take a bit of CBD for sleep not every night Um, I take it about every third night or if I know I'm able to sleep in a bit the next day then I'll take a CBD Um, it just really helps like my issue with sleep is not that I can't fall asleep it's that I don't stay asleep I I fall asleep and then wake up at say, I wake up at like three or four in the morning, like witching hour, and typically it's closer to four. And uh, of course, it's far too early to get up. Uh, But I'm awake, like I wake up and I'm like, all right, I feel like I've had enough sleep, but I for sure have not. Um, So what CBD does for me, it actually allows me to stay asleep the whole night. But what's been happening lately, and I don't know if it's just because summertime, but I ordered a new duvet cover for my bed. It's artificial duvet um, so it's like um, I don't know polyester or something but it's um, medium warmth so it's from Bath and Body Works and it's um, Nestwell I believe is the brand and anyway it's a medium warmth so not too hot not too cold. In the summertime when it gets this hot I usually just have like a duvet cover on my bed not with a duvet inside but anyway so what tends to happen when I take cbd and let me know if any of you have this issue if you take cbd for sleep too is i because i'm sleeping right through the night i'm actually not waking up to cool myself off at night i'm i wake up in the morning drenched in sweat and because i have not actually felt the temperature throughout the night to like because typically if i'm hot sleeping i'm probably waking up like once an hour readjusting my position cooling myself off, warming myself up, you know? <laughs> like, But when I take CBD, that's how good of a sleep I'm having. So that's a good thing, but I'm also losing like six ounces of water every time. How much is six ounces? <laughs> anyway, I'm losing a lot of water at night because I'm not waking up to cool myself off. So I'm like tucked in this medium duvet and I wake up in the morning just in a puddle of sweat. So I like the fact that I'm sleeping and it's not that like when you take CBD in Noxio, cause there's no psych- psychoactive ingredients in CBD. It's THC that's gonna make you feel all crazy but CBD you don't really feel anything. So anyway, it's just sort of a strange thing. Uh, I just need to make sure that when I go to bed, when it's this hot, I have all the windows open and then I just don't have the duvet on my bed. <laughs> I just need to like open the duvet to one side and then just have a different blanket for sleeping in. So it's almost like i need like a little temperature alarm or when my sheets get like soaked enough a little beep timer goes off or beeper goes off just to let me know like cool down you're sweating to death (laughs) so yeah so because it's been super hot lately um i have been trying to figure out what the hell to make for like summertime meals Because even barbecuing is too hot. And right around dinner time, like I eat dinner around five or six. I know that's a bit early, but I wind up like cooking in the heat of the day. And the way that my house is positioned, the sun is coming through the back of my home. And that's like the back deck is where I have my barbecue and it's really, really blazing hot back there. So sometimes like the thought of barbecuing anything, I'm like, frick, no more heat. So I was looking at some like summertime recipes and a lot of people do like a cold soup. the thought. So I've had a cold soup before. and in fact, it's kind of like an uh, a traditional kind of sweeter soup recipe where it's got noodles in it it's called plum soup but it's got noodles in it um like hand-rolled noodles it's very cinnamon and clove plums and anyway you can eat it hot or cold i had a cold i hated it i'm sorry it was like eating like a liquid cinnamon bun it was just really weird and it's probably if i just could get my head off of it then it would be really tasty like i could just wrap my mind around it better but i just wasn't expecting it and it was kind of yucky and i was a lot younger too and cold soups i would feel kind of like just it'd be like eating a salad for dinner it's not enough (laughs) i don't know or also just cold liquid soup in your mouth just feels weird to me so let me know what you think about cold soups if you had a cold soup is there one that you go to the idea of a cold soups is great is wonderful but i just don't know if i could pull it off and enjoy it but then also like of course salads like summer salads are great but like i said sometimes i just need some sort of protein in there and and typically it's got to be cooked and i don't want to heat up my house anymore than it already is so then turning on the stove is like a big (sighs) no-no anyway i need some ideas (laughs) Got any? Actually, I have an egg cooker that you plug in. I could plug it in outside and cook a bunch of eggs and then do like deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. Somebody that I know calls them stuffed eggs. And uh, she's like, what are deviled eggs? I'm like, you know, those things that you make (laughs) from time to time? Um, Because she's made them before. And then she's like, oh, I've always called them stuffed eggs. I was like, no, it's deviled eggs. But I mean, both are probably right. I just have never heard stuffed eggs. I would think if I heard stuffed eggs, I'd be like, what the frick deviled eggs is that's the way i've always known them but anyway delicious and i can eat those just for i can if i could eat one food for the rest of my life it's deviled eggs okay that's how much i love them spinach dip is a close second though that's just i am describing Christmas snacks. So every year um, for many years, people would gather like my whole family would gather at my Oma and Opus house and uh, people would bring their signature dishes. My Uncle Ted, I think split between my Oma and my Uncle Ted would bring the deviled eggs. Okay. My auntie, I don't want to say all the names of my family here. My auntie Kay, she uh, would bring the spinach dip and she'd always make it from scratch and like not even from straight scratch. Like I'm talking the no vegetable soup mix spinach dip. Now that is life. And in fact, I've made spinach dip without the spinach (laughs) because there was some sort of frozen spinach shortage in my town I went to two grocery stores there was none and I was like should I do canned spinach like which would work too but not everywhere carries canned spinach anyway so I just did the Nora vegetable soup mix one cup of sour cream one cup of uh, mayonnaise mixed it all up it was the bomb and without the spinach I mean the spinach is like the one healthy thing about it but Anyway, there's that, got off on that tangent. So yeah, Hot Summer Meals, that's a no-no. Any suggestions would be greatly appreciated in the comments down below. Thank you. Um, What are your thoughts on tattoos? So I've talked about this before. I personally do not have any tattoos, not because I have anything against them. It's not like a principle thing, like, oh, I will, like, tattoos are just, no. I think it's fine if you want tattoos get tattoos if you want to tattoo your face give her like whatever it's your body your life I don't think I, I wouldn't recommend that but I get so many comments on my bikini try on videos and other platforms that people are like oh it's so nice to see somebody without tattoos and i wonder how many people are really bothered by tattoos like how many more so men are bothered to see women with tattoos than women are bothered to see men with tattoos because i've seen plenty of men with tattoos it i don't even notice it almost like it's so predominant it's especially in on this side of the world like in canada my generation my brother's generation like it's just everybody's got tattoos and if, if and so many people have like full sleeves girls that i know they're just giving her like is this earring coming apart no weird <laughs> anyway so like if i see because i appreciate women beautiful women but bo- women's bodies all that stuff i mean i'm not special by any means but i think a lot of women appreciate other women but some women can pull off the tattoos like can really pull it off but I think it's it's I don't know this sounds really shallow but if you're beautiful you could pretty much pull anything off like a septum piercing here you know but you gotta kind of have your whole shit together for it to look good so i don't know it's just like a weird thing i never but like i said i never really even thought of it until i started my channel a few years back and i started getting these comments about not having any tattoos and how it's oh it's so nice to see like that it's such a relief for some people that i don't have any tattoos and i think at one point like after my opa passed away i was going to dedicate sort of a a tattoo to him of a pocket watch because he was a jeweler and um, he fixed clocks and watches and and to me he a clock or a watch just signifies. Him. like if if there was one item that would represent my opa it would be that so I was gonna do maybe a pocket watch or something and contemplated like with my sister going and getting a tattoo to sort of commemorate my opa but then after having more thought about it he would hate that he would hate it he would never ever ever want my sister and I to get a tattoo on uh, like in his honor you know so that never happened and my sister doesn't have any tattoos my brother is covered in tattoos so it's like not even really how you're raised it's just generational and I think some people they get one and then they cannot wait to get in the next it's like an addiction it's kind of like me with my sugar thrills <laughs> so I can understand um but you know it's it's so permanent and I even when I cut my hair like a few times I've cut it shorter recently like in the last couple of years I did chop it like right here so my hair was like like this short or maybe a bit longer it's like it was like down to there And I initially was like, woo, I love it. And then I was like, what did I do? Where's my hair? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a short hair kind of girl. Like, and it's really sad that I identify like with my hair. I don't feel like myself without my hair. So it's probably good to chop it off once in a while to be like, things are still okay with short hair. But I just... It didn't do anything for me it didn't fix anything for me it didn't make me feel you know what i mean like some people cut their hair because they need a change in their life but sometimes it's not the good change that they're looking for it's like oh damn i cut my hair now i gotta wait three more years for it to get long again (laughs) you know there's the magic of you know fake hair clip-ins extensions wigs all that fun stuff but still it's not the same and on the subject of tattoos mustaches how do you like mustache rides (laughs) I'm just joking. It's amazing how a mustache can transform a face. And it's funny, when I was little, probably six or seven years old, I had known, only known my dad to have a mustache my entire life. When I was about six or seven, my dad came into the house without a mustache. And I was devastated. I looked at him. I didn't know what I was seeing. It looked like he had a completely different face and I guess other people that are also extremely visual like I am very I'm a visual learner I have really good memory but only when it comes to like what I've seen Um, there's a word for it I'm not going to think of it at this point after a little bit of champagne and watermelon vodka, but um, things affect me visually very deep. Like I will notice if someone has changed something about their face right away. Other people don't, they don't, they don't, like you could walk in with a black eye. I mean, that's, that's a bad example, people will notice, but my uncle Marcel, for example, shaved his mustache off after years of having it and i never seen him without it and i was like the when he walked in the door i was like holy crap like that is you have shaved your mustache it looks insane like you i don't even know you anymore um whereas my mom didn't even notice and it's her brother that he had shaved off his mustache that he had for like forever so some people don't notice these kinds of things so he came in my dad and i was and i i just burst into tears i just started crying because i didn't I didn't want my dad to change. I did not want anything about him to change at all. Another time he came with a big scab on the side of his face because he wiped it on his bike. And I was like, oh, like I was traumatized by this because he looked different. Um, I used to call my dad at work. He worked at the Brick at the time. Um, the Brick is like a furniture sales store. And he was the manager and the salesman, whatever. And he, I would call him and I would ask for his full name, my dad's name. Richard but he he went by Rick so whenever I would call him I'd ask for him hey can I please speak with Rick da 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 and uh, that was how I always called my dad and then there was another um, rich like Richard or Rick that was working there so he went by so my dad changed to Richard rather than Rick so I just start referring to him as Richard I was like Richard like that's not your name (laughs) it's Rick like I just have a real issue with I, I know maybe every kid is like that you know like really tied to certain things like you don't like any change is really hard. That's why I wonder like kids that like young kids that go through like when their parents divorce and stuff and how that would have affected me and traumatized me as a kid like to go through that to go through that and have such a freaking like upside down thing happen and because I know how sensitive I was to just very very minor 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 things that um in the future it's like oh shit well you know the hair grows back or like things heal or it's just a name you know like that kind of thing but when you're little it's very like you don't know any different you know so yeah speaking of childhood I'm gonna get some screen recording happening here um Okay, so I found a little quiz. It's kind of a quiz, but I'm not. I'll, I'll read it to you here. It says, "These childhood experiences are oddly specific, but universal enough that I bet you did them too." So I went through the first three, and I was like, "Oh gosh, I've yeah, 100% did the first three for sure." And there's a lot more. So I'm gonna answer this as best I can. Uh, the first question: Did you ever poke holes in your eraser? all the time oh okay did you hide inside clothing racks at stores uh yes definitely did you ever record yourself singing just to hear if you sounded good yes did you ever roll up the straps on your backpack just because you were bored yes did you ever try and force two magnets to touch with the same poles even though you knew they wouldn't stick together of course Uh, did you ever pretend to float upright in the pool just to see if anyone would care (laughs) (laughs) uh did okay like upright or down face down (laughs) like i'm pretend pretending to drown um i don't think i've ever pretended to float upright in the pool but so i'm gonna say no did you it looks like most people said no not most but like people were confused too did you ever join all your markers together to make one big one yes i did you know the ones that click together especially the smelly ones Did you ever try balancing the light switch exactly in the middle? A hundred percent. Of course I did. And finally, did you ever draw the sun at the corner of your paper? Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah, there's so many funny things we did as kids, like, that are very relatable to each other. Another thing, so... I've been struggling to find freaking jokes because I've read them all, it seems. So I started to look for funny short stories because they can be funny, too. But there's a website called Thought Catalog and there's uh, this 50 plus short stories fun. Short, funny stories that will crack you up in sixty seconds. But the f- couple ones that I read are not like super funny. I'm just gonna read them to you because what I find funny and what you find funny are two different things, okay? So the first story, now that's what I call stupid, is the title. In my junior year of high school, this guy asked me on a date. He rented a red box movie and made a pizza. We were watching the movie and then over, then the oven beeped, so the pizza was done. He looked at me dead in the eye and said, this is the worst part i then watched this boy open the oven and pull the pizza out with his bare hands rack and all screaming at the top of his lungs we never had a second date excuse me (laughs) so there's that kind of the dumbest this one's titled all the fish I went to this girl's party the week after she beat the shit out of my friend. (laughs) While everyone was getting trashed, I went around putting tuna inside all the curtain rods. And so like weeks went by and they couldn't figure out why the house smelled like festering death. Caught me through this video where these guys at the party were singing Beyonce while I was in the background with a can of tuna. Who thinks of this? Putting tuna in the curtain rods. That's wild. Drama at my drama class. One time in my drama class, My drama class teacher had gone home sick, so we were put in a classroom with a movie to entertain us for the period. When an alarm went off, none of us were sure if it was the fire alarm or the lockdown alarm. So we all headed out into the hall to check, and no one was out there. So we headed back in and climbed under our desks as a lockdown procedure. Cut to an hour or so later, when a teacher bursts in and nearly dies of relief because the school was on fire and we were the only students not accounted for, and half of the faculty and fire department had been for us for ages. Literally the whole school had filled with smoke when we'd kept super safe while we kept super safe under our wooden desk. <laughs> Hot damn that could have ended badly. I drew a penis with a glue stick on the whiteboard. My whole class once got detention because I drew a penis with a glue stick on the whiteboard and when the teacher went to wipe off the, all the board all the fluff came off and stuck to the glue. I never got in trouble for it though because my teacher uh, because my whole class found it too funny to tell the teacher it was me. So that's, that is a good idea. Glue stick on the whiteboard. The day my teacher stole my headphones. During my sophomore year of high school, we were doing silent work and my history teacher said that he we could listen to music, but if it was too loud, he would break out our headphones. Oh, he would break our headphones. So I'm doing my work quietly with my music on low and this obnoxious kid sitting next to me had his music really loud. I could hear it over my music but ignored it. My teacher thought it was me. So he comes up to me and ripped my brand new Apple headphones looking ruthless. He suddenly realized it was the guy next to me and he was completely embarrassed. He came in the next day with a new pair and apology note taped to them. He couldn't look at me in the eye for the rest of the year. well that'll be (laughs) it's about as long as my joke segment right (laughs) um one more thing i want to bring up is uh camp did you guys ever go to camp when i was a kid i dreamed of going to camp it never happened it we couldn't afford it getting there and back like it was just my mom like my parents were tapped So the thought, I mean, the thought of actually getting rid of your kid for a week or something is like might have worked. But I um, i always wanted to go to camp and never, ever, ever did. I went to like a day camp with my school and we got to see the cabins and the bunk beds and uh, the little lake that they had there and um, all the activities they would do canoeing and archery and stuff. And the thought of just going to camp and having my own bunk bed and my own sleeping bag and slumber party basically every night with your campmates. And it was just the thought of it was such a fantasy. Then you grow up and then it changes. You know what I mean? Like you could do you can go camping, you do it, but it's not the same. It's not the same nostalgia. It's not the same. Um, And I most of my friends had been to camp and the stories they have to tell are actually like the greatest and I wonder like what could ever fulfill that same feeling like as an adult traveling is one thing right traveling but it's there's so much known like it's not unknown anymore (laughs) if I'm traveling say like book a flight to Barcelona and I get there and I've never been there before and say like it's better obviously like with friends or family or something but I've already pre-booked where I'm going to stay. I'm not, I'm not just going to land there and then wing it. Um, maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe that's, I've never done it. I've never traveled that way where we, I land somewhere and it's like, okay, now what? <laughs> I always have a plan, especially now with smartphones. Like you could just book your place across the city in two minutes, take an Uber and be there. And you know what I mean? So it's not like an adventure anymore. It's sort of, it's all planned out. So anyway, I just wanted to, like, I wanted to pose the question, camp, do you have camp stories? I want to hear them. Um, Which camps did you go to? And uh, just, just like fulfill my fantasy. I'm going to live vicariously through you. Maybe you have camp nightmares. (laughs) Every, I feel like I watched a Halloween movie not too long ago that was based in like kids going to camp or like high school camp counselors or whatever. Um, Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. I never went to camp one day. I hope to fulfill that void somehow. Um, Anyway, fulfill, fill that void. (laughs) Anyway, everyone, that concludes episode 63. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please email me at kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, jokes, stories, camp stories, funny stories, anything, just email me. Um, And of course like this video. If you are watching this, if you're listening to this podcast, then be sure to watch the video version because then you can see my outfits and watch me make my cocktails. (laughs) Mm. Actually the champagne's not bad with a little bit of sugar. All right, everyone. I hope that you have an amazing weekend and I will see you all in my next video.